to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. If you've ever struggled to increase sales, close deals, or make more money in your accounting and financial services business, you probably are trying to solve what you're selling. But the problem isn't usually what you're actually selling. It's the way you talk about it, the way you think about it, what you're really believing about it, and what you're projecting to your clients. You probably think that you're selling accounting and financial services to your client. And while that is the work that you are doing, If that's how you're describing your work and it's what you're pitching to your clients, you're really missing out on money, satisfaction, and connection with your clients. Today, I'm walking you through how to change what you sell and the way you sell it so that you enjoy sales more, get better results, and even provide better service to your clients. Because you don't have to hate sales and you don't have to just sell an accounting product or a financial plan and feel very ho-hum about it. Let's start by getting clear on what you are selling to your clients. Like, what are you selling right now? Get clear with yourself. Maybe write it down. You're selling them a service, right? Maybe even products, depending on how you structure things. You're selling things like a financial plan, an audit, a finished and filed tax return, or advice. Some things are compliance-based, things that they have to do legally, like file a tax return, turn in an audit or review report to their lender, or report to shareholders. Other things are more value-added, like preemptive tax planning strategies, long-term financial planning, managing assets, or financial problem-solving in a crisis. And I know a lot of guidance says, get away from compliance work and go to some sort of value-based stuff. And that's great advice, but what does that really mean, right? If you're like me, when I was describing these things that you might be selling to your clients, you might have just tuned out. Because guess what? Most of this work kind of sounds boring to the average person or unpleasant or complicated. Most of us want to avoid these types of things unless this is what we really get excited about and therefore it's our job. Even if you enjoy the work behind each of these services, do you get excited when you're talking about this stuff to someone who doesn't get it? Like to someone outside of the industry, like a friend or a family member, or even a current or potential client. My guess is you kind of downplay it or speak in weird terms because you're like, I don't know if they understand or if they'll care, that you'll just kind of act differently, right? I want you to think about the words that you use to describe what you do. How do you feel when you say those words out loud or read them on a sales page or in your emails or a proposal or something? Not only does this stuff sound kind of boring so far, it also doesn't describe why someone would not only want to buy it, but why they would be willing and even excited to pay top dollar for the best version of it. That's what you want to hone in on. If you are feeling bored, overwhelmed, disinterested, or unengaged by what you sell, imagine how hard it is for your clients to want to buy it from you or to keep buying it from you or even to call you and ask you questions like they might even just feel afraid, right? So here's the missing piece. It's identifying the actual value that you provide. What is the value that your clients get from your services? What is the benefit to working with you and your firm specifically? 
what actual changes or improves for your clients when they do work with you. That's what they're really buying from you. Even if neither of you ever fully articulates it in that way, that's what's actually going to trigger them moving forward with you or staying with you or really loving the work that you guys do together. So regardless of what specifically you are selling, the real thing your clients are buying is the value that each of your services brings them. And that value can be very specific to each person, but you can probably identify some high-level value that will completely change how you approach your sales, your client retention, and even the way that you deliver your services. Anything you read about increasing revenue to improve your business, etc., will tend to encourage you to increase the value that you provide your clients, which sounds great. But what is that value actually when you're providing accounting and financial services? And how do you increase it? Value is not just throwing more stuff at people. It doesn't mean adding tons of add-ons to a list of what you provide. It doesn't even have to mean giving clients more of your time. In fact, in this line of work, a lot of people probably appreciate less time as long as it means more results. Because even though you're a pleasant, lovely person, you are still in the accounting and financial world and most people want to avoid a lot of time there. Honestly, a lot of value comes from how someone feels while working with you. How you make your clients feel, not just while providing the service, but through their entire buying experience with you. How do they feel when they visit your website? when they read your emails, when they meet with you in person, when they talk to you on the phone or on a Zoom call? How do they feel when they're interacting with your team? How they feel on a sales call and how they feel after an engagement wraps up or after the first meeting when they've given you money? Sometimes there's a huge difference between what we think about someone and how we feel when they're selling to us compared to once we've given them money and all of a sudden things totally change. You want to be onto those kinds of things because that's where value comes in. So let's revisit what you're actually selling and providing and what your clients are actually buying. Clients buy results. They buy value. They buy solutions. And they interpret all those things, the results, the value, and the solutions to their problems emotionally. It's true. Emotion sells. That's what you read and learn anytime you take any sort of marketing class. There's a whole psychology behind this. What I am not here to tell you is that I want you to manipulate anyone by toying with their emotions. But here's what I do mean. Your clients will likely never see a tax return, an audit, or a financial plan as a valuable solution to their needs. They're not going to sit there and think that way. They're going to see what you sell as toilet paper, as in you need toilet paper in the bathroom. But are you ever actually excited about which toilet paper you use? Do you spend time researching it? Do you find value in your toilet paper beyond having it when you need it? Probably not. You will use whatever you can get in a pinch. And you likely make your choice based on price and what's available at the store when you happen to go. Now, I know there are some of us who have our finer points of which toilet paper, or we might research like, oh, well, I have a septic tank, so I need something special. But listen, that's not what we're talking about. In general, it's still a pretty simple commodity type thing. And this is why so many accounting and finance professionals struggle to build their businesses and sign clients at prices that let them provide exceptional client service while also paying all of their bills and having a life outside of work. Our accounting and finance brains are very analytical and precise. We're also very literal and thinking about feelings may not come naturally at first. I know. 
It took me more than a year to actually apply this in my own brain when I first set out to understand, apply, and embrace this. I was like, I don't get this feeling thing. Yep, I can identify there's emotions, but like, how does this really work? What, what are you really asking me to do here? It was completely foreign to me. And now it's integral to everything I do. Here's an example of a purchase with a lot more value and feelings than toilet paper. Consider eating at a restaurant. There's fast food all the way up to a Michelin star restaurant. Every option along that spectrum will provide you with food to put in your mouth. You will have something to eat. You will have a place to sit. You'll be given some menu choices. And there will be people who take your order, cook the food, and serve it to you. It doesn't matter if you're paying $5 or $500 or more. When you're deciding where to eat, though, you are considering the type of value and experience that you want from each. Do you want speed over taste, experience, or health factors? Do you value food that is sourced locally and prepared with care? Do you want a consistent experience anytime you go into a certain restaurant, as in you're going into a chain that you trust and you know you can go there anywhere that you go in the world? Do you want to be entertained? Do you want to experience new flavors and feel the prestige of the location or the chef or whatever is special about that restaurant? These are the kinds of questions you need to ask about your own business and the experience that your clients will get with you. This helps you really define what you're selling and then communicate it way more effectively. Even if you mostly deal with existing clients, you still want to understand why they work with you and what value you are giving them through this approach, because it will help you provide better service and keep them as clients. And it could even help you reduce the amount of marketing that you need to do because you'll probably get more referrals that way. So let's apply this specifically to you and your business. We already talked about the physical things that you know you provide. Now let's hone in on the feelings and the experience. How do your clients feel when they work with you? How do they feel after you deliver the result or the product? For example, you give them a signed audit report or their tax return or a their financial plan or the tax advice that saves them thousands of dollars. What is special for them when they work with you as opposed to the firm down the street? Common feelings that I notice from satisfied accounting and finance clients are things like relieved, calm, certain, delighted, powerful, capable, wealthy, intelligent, confident, understood, and valued. So which of these feelings do you think your clients have currently when they work with you? And at which parts in your process are they feeling these different things? How could you create more of these feelings for your clients? How could you communicate that to future clients? Which parts of your client service and sales process lend themselves to which feelings in particular and why? Now, what about the unsatisfied clients? Because they exist too. And guess what? They have lots of feelings. Their feelings often include things like frustrated, ignored, unvalued, or undervalued maybe, poor, stupid, childlike, nervous, anxious, defensive, angry, misinformed, uninformed, or lost. And yes, these are real. I have had lots of people tell me about their experiences. And this is why I do this work, because I want to make sure that accountants everywhere have what they need to give good service to their clients, because it helps all of us. Can you think of any points in your client's journey with you where they might have any of these feelings? And why would they have them? What's happening? Can you change that? And I don't mean, can you go fix it and resolve it for one person after there's a snafu? Obviously fix it. But the point here is, 
can you find these things in advance and modify the way that you speak or interact with clients in the future? Kind of change that client narrative, the process that you use. Another way to approach this is if you were to write a story about your client's experience with you, what would that story be? I encourage you to write out the experiences possible for your client at every touch point. Not only will that help you create the words and narrative to better describe what you're selling and make those sales, but it'll also help you streamline your processes and improve your client service as you go. And when you've gone through this process, how have your own thoughts and feelings about your work changed? At a minimum, you've probably bolstered your belief in how amazing your work is and how the way that you approach your clients is special for them. That in itself will do wonders for your sales efforts and for your client service, interactions, etc. Are you more excited about what you do now? Are you ready to go talk about it with more enthusiasm and confidence? Those are some of the key emotions to creating money in your business. So much of marketing and sales center around understanding the customer experience and emotions in relation to how you interact with them. The words you say, how you say the words, all of that. And the more you get comfortable with this and create your own awareness around this, the easier it'll be to provide top-notch service and make the money you want to support your business and give you time outside your work. Because that's really what you want, right? You want to make the money. You want to do a great job. You also want to have a life. This is one of the many things that will help you get there. And I always encourage my clients to go through this process on a regular basis. Every iteration reveals new information. It's always fun to talk to them after they've gone through this and work through some of what they've found. So I invite you to do the same this week. You will learn new things about yourself, your team, your clients, and your business as you go through this and every time you do it. And now you have a process for continual improvement. So go have fun with this and have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com. Music.